Okay, good day. Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Collaborations Podcast, the Fan Club Network. So my name is Kimberly Winborn. I am your host. I'm excited to be with you for another show. We have just relaunched back in March. Now we're here moving forward with more guests, more geniuses. <laughs> I like to call them uh, my friends. And so if you haven't joined us before, let me let you know, FAN Club, FAN is actually an acronym for Friends Accountability Network. So Coffee and Collaborations Podcast has relaunched as the FAN Club Podcast. And so we're keeping each other accountable in 2021. So much happened in 2020 that many of us have said, we actually need to do things a little bit different. We need to pivot to move forward. We need to work on our mental health, our spiritual health, our emotional health, our financial health. We need to look at our businesses and redo the business plan or executive summary. We need to connect in a new way. We need to be open to new experiences, new networking opportunities, new business relationships. And so that's what this podcast is now about. We always talk about collaboration. You guys know I love the word collaboration because of the concept of it, because of the power of it, working together to achieve a vision instead of alone. It's so powerful and it helps us to increase our financial growth exponentially. And so that is still the core of Coffee and Collaborations media. However, we've pinpointed that we gotta get more intentional, more specific in order to help entrepreneurs truly, truly win. And as you know, Kimberly Winborn, we always talk about the fact that Kimberly Winborn, my hashtag is born to win because so many people do not realize that in life, you're not born to lose. You're actually born to win. And so what are the things that you need to do, the intentions, the disciplines, the accountability that you need in order to do so? So today I have an amazing guest, one per, a person who I adore, I love. Uh, I think I, I, I probably say that about a lot of people, but I really, really mean it. Um, <laughs> he has helped me in so many ways that he probably doesn't even know. But to stay on top of my game, going back to my original vision, really getting to the core of Kimberly Winborn and what God has placed in me or what I'm supposed to do, whatever your belief system is, the universe has placed in me in order to move forward, to do the things that I'm called to do for you. For those of you who are watching, listening, for those of you who I've worked with or will work with. And so he's a transformational leader. He's got all these skills in so many areas to be able to help us win. And so I'm going to bring him on right now. We have John Ruppel. Hey, John. Hey, Kimberly. Welcome to the fan club. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. I'm glad to be here. This is fine. You're welcome. Uh, John and I have been talking about him being on the show for quite some time. I uh, took a bit of a hiatus during that period. I think many of us had to reposition ourselves in 2020. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. And so, but in that time, um, we were able to work together on something that he's going to be sharing with us a little bit later. And we were able to, each of us, pivot in our own way. And so, John, I want you to share when people hear the term transformational leadership, right? Because leadership is so broad, 
Can you share with us what transformational leadership is and what it is exactly that you do to help entrepreneurs? Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's a good question. So leadership is different. So what separates transformational leadership about the, you know, compared to other styles is that it's about transforming the vision or idea. And it's yeah. all about using vision as your main communication collaboration point. And then you're leading from that vision. The other thing about transformational leaders is that they empower people, they support people. And this is so important because in today's world, um, the largest demographic of our workforce, the millennials and the younger generations are all transformational based. Yeah. Now the older generations that are still in power are transaction based and transaction and transformational are oil and water, they don't mix. That's true. Um, and so if you have the largest demographic of the workforce being transformational, you definitely want to be that transformational leader. Yeah. And, you know, the key part here about transformational leadership that a lot of people don't know is there's four key elements. And this is what I, you know, I basically help, I, you know, train people, teach people, certify people on how to do all this stuff. Right. And so the key thing that separates and why transformational leaders are so much far more successful than transaction-based leaders or charismatic leaders or visionary, well, visionary sort of falls in there, but you know, even servant leaders, mm -hmm. servant leaders get a lot of, um, cause it's from the heart, which is very strong. Yeah. But what really separates transformation leaders is there is no other leadership style that has a built in proven process that mitigates 90% of the risks of why projects, programs, digital transformations, and new product launches fail, mm -hmm. which is all about lack of leadership, lack of communication. That's the core. And with the, by using the four core elements of transformational leadership, it provides a proven process that if you just operate by those four principles alone, and you know that you follow that process, you pretty much you're going to beat your competition, or you're going to do better than the person next to you who's not. Yeah, it's that simple, but it's yeah. that hard. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned the millennials and that is a word transformation or actually you hear them say a lot. I don't want to be transactional or stop being transactional or let's not operate in being transactional. You know, it's like being transactional is a curse word or something like. <laughs> well, it's just being traditional, right? There's yeah. nothing wrong. I mean, it, it, trend, there are places, times and situations where transaction, you know, it, it, it holds sure. its own. Yeah. But just in today's world with the dynamicness going on, I mean, the world's evolving, right? Yeah. We're going from static to dynamic. Yeah. You know, I believe it. You know what? Yeah. I love the transformational leadership. You know, I love it. Well, you know, you know me. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I do lead with that servant's heart, that, you know, servant leadership. I, that's how I lead. I, I was on a, a networking, a virtual networking event. And that is how I introduce myself. You know, I would love working with people that lead with love. Now that doesn't mean that we don't operate in strategy. We don't operate in um, core foundations and all of that, but it is something that is more important sometimes than the dollar. Um, we, yeah. And so that was something that really stood out to a couple of people in that group when I said that. And so we've made great instant connections uh, as a result of that. So tell us a little bit more about mindset and you know all of the structure of those four principles and everything when it yeah. comes to what you do 
Yeah, no problem, no problem. So let me let me touch on something that's really important here about the whole love part, right? Yeah. And that a lot of people, I don't know who is involved or who went to the North Carolina CEO conference back in 2019, but John Chambers was the keynote speaker. For those that don't know John Chambers, he was the CEO of Cisco at the time and brought it to be the most profitable, largest company in the history of the world. Mm. And so the way he did that is he told his people he loved them. And that's what his, part of his keynote speech was, is he went on stage and said, I tell my folks that I love them. And yeah. then it was really interesting is throughout the rest of the conference, over 50% of the CEOs said, well, since it's out there and John put it out there, I will let you, you know, I will also let you know that I love my people. I tell my people, I love my people too. And I genuinely mean it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's critical. I just wanted to point that out there that you're not, you know, you're in great company with uh, powerful. You know, chambers. Yeah. So from a, <laughs> From a mindset perspective, the key thing is, is there's so much going on. It's so chaotic, disruptive, and dysfunctional around us. You really have to have a solid mindset yeah. because it's all about going within. Now, it, you know, today it's all about focus. And I know we've talked about focus. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, so it's really how do you get that focus in there and how do you really do what's best for you and yours? And well, like, you know, what I, what's really surprising about this journey that I've been on, especially in the last year since pivoting myself with the mindset is it's become really personalized, which I didn't expect. Yeah. And you mentioned spiritual at the top of it is that this is a spiritual personal journey that you're tapping into your heart Mm -hmm. and basically your soul in some ways and taking an honest look in that mirror. And yeah. so that to me is the biggest surprise mm -hmm. to myself through all this. And so this is where the tire system that I developed and as we're using it now, as businesses are taking it on, as individuals are taking it on and we're starting to roll it out. That's the biggest feedback coming back is that it's an intuitive based system that actually aligns to the spiritual side of you. Mm -hmm. And that explains why it's been so su successful over the past couple of decades. You know, we talk about what I've done and, you know, those yeah. places, some of the craziness I've been into with just, you know, weird things happening in business, but how do we come through with the team and myself on the other end, having some fun? Yes, it's hard work, you know, but yeah. we're having fun, but we get results. And to yeah. me, that's, you know, my, the way I'm measuring success moving forward is going to be not if I'm successful, but if you, you know, and yours are getting results, then I'll say, okay, fine. I did good on that one. Yeah. And so that's really the mindset going into it is how do you take the world around you, work with those that are with you on the journey with you, and then how do you line it up so you guys can accomplish the physical or the business stuff, what needs to get done making money, getting your products out there, getting your services out there and doing that. Well, we're in parallel. Your mindset is I got to grow me. I got to focus on me and I got to make sure my friends and I, that we focus together on ourselves internally. So you have that parallel personal growth going on with yeah. the business growth yeah. and the companies or organizations and leaders, the transformational leaders that can make those two sides, grow those teams in parallel. That's who you see. Those become the market leaders. Those become the people that are successful. And it could be a single entrepreneur, you know, with a team of people, or it could be, I'm working with some fortune five executives mm -hmm. um, in their, you know, their transformations. And 
it doesn't matter where you're at in the food chain in those organizations or which size market you're in. Yeah. What's really been surprising again is just how inward facing this has become. Yeah, I've seen that too. And and so I know that I'm on to something. Okay, right. So this yeah, is you definitely are. Yeah. That came to me. <laughs> like I literally have been pouring over how to take coffee and collaborations back to the original vision, right? And yep. expand that. Because you know, we can get off track. We can absolutely get off track. And so this whole accountability thing has been big for me in my business. That's one of the things that I'm proud of to say, like I'm an accountability sort of coach or whatever. Right, um, right. And you just mentioned that many people are actually going back to that. Like you're not leaving people just to themselves. And I think last year really helped us to see that we need to bring in other components to the business structure. We need to bring in that spiritual health component that mental health component to the seat to the business structure in order for people to thrive in all of these ever-changing situations you know we don't want to see people um who are contemplating suicide and contemplating um can they perform or contemplating all of these different things when we can on the business in the personal and in other arenas of life bring them that support and that accountability and that love that they need in order to thrive. And you mentioned the tier system. So I didn't introduce you as like CEO of tier Institute. They're going to see it across the screen and all of that, but can you just break down the acronym really quickly? Um, you've told us what it's about and then the evolution of tier, you know, with the product, I want to share that, that we worked on together. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. We can do that. So, um, so it's, it's transform your ideas into reality, T-Y-I-I-R. And so what we worked on together, the evolution was, I've been doing stuff that people said can't get done. <laughs> it's impossible. There's been, I've been in programs where it's been failed. There's been, you know, big things like uh, there was one program under congressional review that I was brought in and salvaged. There's been small, just entrepreneurs, single people that I got this idea, John, how do I make that real? So yeah. again, across the board, right? And this, the approach has always worked. And that's what really I realized was it's a recipe and it's, it's based on those four elements being that transformational leader. But then we add some more stuff and we wrap that all up. So mm -hmm. what we did was working with yourself is I said, hey, Kimberly, hi, I need accountability on my side, right? I got this idea. It's been two decades now. How do we get this thing going? How do we roll this thing out there? And so you introduced me to the publishers. And so for anybody out there that wants to self-publish and go through that, um, it's, it's a great experience. I highly recommend it. And so that's what we did is we put the book out there first. Um, I didn't do a lot of heavy marketing on the book because it's all about focus. And what I want to use the book for is more as a textbook. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's out there for people to read. The system's out there. But now what we're doing is we're taking it in, how do we achieve, going back to my statement about my value statement or success statement is you guys getting results, others getting results. And so that's where now we have the certification program and the intro to tire free workshops to you know, get you in understanding what it's about. And that's what we put together. So basically by working with your network of you know, friends and, and people helping us out, and my network, we've been able to combine everybody get some of the people I worked with, you know, 10, 15 years ago at the inception of all this, we brought them all together. And now we're to the point where we've actually rolled out the book, the audiobooks done. I just, that's on me to get out. 
we got the ebook out, we got the intro classes out. They've been through you know a couple different iterations now, so we're really we're really comfortable or confident in what we're doing at the in intro classes. And now the certification program is up, and I actually have a business that um, is taking it on and saying we're going to grow. It's a millennial-based business, yeah. and they're going to basically uh, they're going to run operating on transform your ideas into reality principles, awesome. uh, culture, mindset, people, process, tools. So we're rocking and rolling on that one. So that, I'm very excited about that to get them up and up and going. Yeah, that is so awesome. I'm excited for you. And you, you've just consistently adjusted as you've needed. You know, as long as I've known you, that is one of the things that I've seen you do and do openly because so many times people are afraid to share that, you know, some vulnerable space sometimes that you've done something, it didn't work, and now you have to shift, which transforming your ideas into reality, that's a humongous part of it that we all have to realize. And so especially with the changes that have happened, you know, I, we could talk about 2020, but just before 2020 in life itself, we have to sometimes pivot and adjust, you know, all of those things. And so if you could give tips by sharing a bit of your story for those who are listening, you know, how can we, you got those four principles that you talk about, how can we as entrepreneurs pivot and move forward in spite of all circumstances, including yeah. ourselves. Like sometimes <laughs> we're at our own detriment, right? Oh, absolutely. And I'll Roger that. I was <laughs> I was one of those, right? So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So what it really boils down to is focus. Um, going back to that word focus, and you're hearing me, you know, say that over and over again. Focus, focus, focus. Yeah. And then what's your purpose? I know you. We've talked about this. You know, what's yeah. what's purpose? in having meaningful purpose, right? Getting up in the morning, what's gonna get me out of bed or when I'm old, much older, right? And instead of retiring, I have a purpose to go do this, right? So what's yeah. that, what gets your heart going? And the way I look at it is, look inside your heart, right? Organizations, teams, um, groups, they're made of people. They're, people are at the heart of an organization. At the heart of a person is a person's heart. So think of it that way. Mm -hmm. When you're doing your focus bit and focusing, look at what's in your heart. Ask your people to do the same thing. Hey, let's say, you know, we have a donut shop or let's say we want to do a small, you know, bakery or something. Yeah. We say, hey, look, I want myself as the owner and my employees. I would go, hey, guys, I want you guys to reflect on this, on what's in your heart about our bakery. What resonates with your heart about our bakery? And, you know, genuinely passionate, you know, what's really at the heart of that yeah. and think about that and then go have a conversation. And from that conversation, you're going to be amazed and, and draw it all out, visualize it because it's all about vision, put everybody's, you know, all that stuff on the paper, put initials by it, roll it out that way. And then from that brainstorming, that vision, collaborating from that vision perspective, it's, you're going to find things that you didn't realize about each other as persons. As individuals, you're going to find things about the business you didn't realize. And it's just that enlightenment or that, you know, collaborate, collaborative moment. Yeah. That's going to basically bring it together for you guys. And then you can decide, okay, then now you can prioritize how to move forward from there. Yeah. So, you know, just trying to summarize how this whole thing can work. That to me is, is what I had personally. I've been through that a couple times now. But that's really what made, you know, in the last couple of months, um, 
rolling out the book and, you know, working with you to get these courses up and stuff. That's what, that's what really I've had to go through myself. Yeah. Yeah. And fail fast, right? Don't be afraid. Fail mm -hmm. fast. <laughs> you know, right. that's the whole thing. Get over it. The move exactly. Forward. You exactly. know, something that you said is key. When you talked about all the ideas coming together and you said put people initials or names beside the, you know, idea to give them credit. So one of the things that we talk a lot about when it comes to collaboration and why people don't do it sometimes or feel like they failed because of the fact that they feel like they take their ideas and somebody takes full credit for it. And so it is super important. Now, for some people, they say, oh, it doesn't matter. But when you're not really being honest with yourself, long term, if you just get pushed up under the rug over and over and over again, at some point, you're gonna, it's going to start to kind of eat at you and it's going to matter. So I love that up front, that is a part of the system. Like you want to collaborate, you, working together, it's absolutely powerful in order to um, move your company forward, move your vision forward. What were yeah. you going to say? Yeah, no, that's a key point. What I want to point out is, this is why if you're a transformational leader in a big company, let's mm -hmm. say you're in a medium-sized big company that's been around a while. Yeah. This is our 70% of the power is in transactional-based thinkers and managers and leaders. And I'll mm -hmm. say more transactional managers than leaders in the past decade. Yeah. So if you come in as being transformational and you're empowering people, you're harnessing untapped innovation you're going to be a superstar, but more, you're going to be a rock star for harnessing that and getting it out of people when the people before you have failed. And that's the yeah. key thing is that when I go into companies now, whether it be a digital transformation that's failing with hundreds of millions of dollars on the line, which I'm jumping into one right now like that, or I'm going into a small entrepreneur that was doing some really cool services for, you know, with a hand, a, a handful of, or a handful mm -hmm. of team members, the answers to you those questions those organizations are asking are actually inside their people yeah. their people actually have the answers they're just not being heard yeah that's, that's the key true. thing so what i find you know the, the the biggest thing is use you know my ears and mouth proportionately yeah i find that i just i just empower the people and just give a voice to the folks that haven't been heard for a while yeah and that's so powerful because it's not about that person wanting to be in front it's just about them not wanting to feel that they don't have a voice. And that is absolutely what it's about. And so I think of the term investment, because that's one of the things we like to talk about here. You're investing in your people, which helps to grow your vision, helps to expand it. And then now your business can thrive because it boils down to in the end, we have to make money. We have to thrive. We, so our businesses can thrive. What's something that you like to share with others that's significant when it comes to investing in themselves and you investing in yourself? Yeah. So the biggest thing is, uh, it's going to go by, I'm going to go to your mindset piece, right? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest fundamental factors is where's your mindset when it comes to money? Yeah. Traditionally in our MBA programs, and I'm actually, um, I'm going to do a training on this. So this is going to be a key point that uh, one of my clients is asking about, Good or, sense. you know, they're working with not just one, but several, but this is a key point that they, they get most surprised about is that most organizations are set up, oh, we're going to go make money. We're going to have stock, stockholder values, share yeah. price, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Get out of that mindset. That's the first mindset you got to get out of it. It's all about investing in your people, investing in your customer. Actually, your cus your customer, you and your you and your team invest in the customer. 
if you invest in your customer and really do what's really best for the customer, not only are you going to get one dollar sign, you're going to get multiple dollar signs. Yes. And that's the whole thing is we're focused so focused on this one or two dollar signs, you know, when if we were to focus on the customer as a byproduct, if we're doing a good job and honest to ourselves and honest to our customer, we're going to get many more dollar signs. Yeah. So that's really the biggest flip, I would say. And then the other piece of that is going to be guiding principles mm-hmm. is that that's what, um, one of the groups I'm working with, with DASA, DevOps Skills Association, I'm helping write global standards that are being published about guiding principles and how to apply them into the workplace. And this, again, is big companies, small companies. It's all about the technology taking over what, you know, stuff. Yeah. But, but the, key to, the key thing there is it's about if you can come up with a core set of principles and then run your, use those as guardrails and sort of the guides for your organization, how you think, behave, your value belief sets and how you operate. Mm-hmm. That's the key right there. And that's yeah. what so many of us has gotten away from. And that's why you have to go back to that focus piece. Yeah. But that's really the hidden uh, yeah. secret or trick to it that it's been around. It shows so simple, but it's so hard to do. <laughs> you know, it's, hard. it's interesting though, because when we get our businesses and we sit with a lawyer or CPA or whoever to come up with our structure, right? The lawyer is going to tell you, you need to have a operating or, you know, operating guidelines. You need to have an organizational structure so that anybody that comes into your business, you have all of these things outlined, especially it's important in partnerships. You know, you want to have that. And a lot of times when you're trying to get grant money or anything like that, they want to see that they want to see how you're operating. So not only is it a great tool for transformation and growth, it's, it's actually something that we need to do <laughs> in order. To do it right. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is you're going to reduce some layers. So yeah. as a transformational leader coming in, you're going to have a lot flatter organization and some of the traditional transactional based folks are going to be, no, no, we need more hierarchy. We need more controls. Yeah. We need more governance. No, you don't. That's the whole thing is that that's the piece that to really be successful, the decision-making has to be at the tip of the spear, yeah. not in the hierarchy. Yeah. So that's, that's the key piece is get your um, organizations lean and mean mm-hmm. as far as layers go. And yeah. all the people at the tip of the spear, I like to call it, who's touching your customer. The hearts of your customer is being touched by your people's hearts. And that's where your organization should be focused and, and built upon is how are we going to support the people at the tip of the spear yeah. with our customer? that's when we drive revenue and that's how we're going to really make an awesome company. Yeah. I love that. You know, uh, we see people, companies like Google and so forth and so on that built a community, almost like a family within their businesses. And so they're thriving and people kind of don't even want to leave in certain situations that they really need to just because of that foundation of love based on community. And I know a lot of these CEOs these days are beginning to your point earlier, beginning to open up and say, you know, I do lead with love. This is important for me to have a relationship with you as my employee, not just, you know, you're, you're on some sort of line working, but I, you actually know that I care. And so I am excited for all of the things that you have in place, the workshops you have coming up. I'm even more excited because I know we're going to do a workshop and training. Yep. Yep. So yeah, so you guys have to stay plugged in. 
to Kimberly Winborn LLC because John is somebody who I really feel like has a plethora of knowledge. You know, I've brought so many people on to the show who do, and we're doing trainings and workshops together. We're going to continue to keep each other accountable, and it's just going to be a cyclical relationship. And so I believe in that. Last but not least, speaking of accountability, you mentioned some things coming up. What is there? Is there anything that we as a community here <laughs> can keep you accountable to? Because uh, you know the, the audience will come back oh, and say, so, so what happened with uh, John on that next project he was talking about? I already, I already said it. I, people have been after me for an audiobook. So a very good friend of mine has recorded the audiobook a month ago. You know, <laughs> it's been sitting here actually, I think, since December. He's got it. Actually, it could have been December. Wow. The audiobook's done. I have it. And I actually really love what Joe did with the book. Yeah. Uh, even carp launch to, you know, put in his own perspective. And Joe was somebody that, you know, yeah. helped me create the system, you know, a decade ago or so, you know, he, he was there at the, at the beginning when we put all this stuff together. So he knows, so he was able to put that into the audio book. And so, yeah. um, yeah. So is it out there yet? No, so <laughs> my, I gotta get, I gotta carve out time and just do it. And that's my, so that's my biggest thorn in my side now is not, you know, getting that done. So yeah. please help hold me accountable and I, I need to get that done. So guys, <laughs> we're keeping him accountable to that audio book. We're going to be looking for it. We're going to be stalking him about it, but in a good way. Like it's all yeah. about supporting and helping each other to win and thrive. And so I said before, and I've been saying, you know, I have a whole course uh, not just one course, I have several courses, but my focus is the debt detox course. So this year we're doing the uh, eBooks, we're doing the course online, and we also have a product that we've launched this month, April, because it's financial literacy month. We've been doing a few cohorts this year. We went into an organization and taught the course for a nonprofit organization for women who are uh, surviving domestic violence. Uh, so excited about that. So I would like for you, John, to continue yep. to keep me accountable to that online course and those eBooks that will come from the Debt Detox. So this year is the focus, the focus. I'm gonna keep saying that word because he's talked to me about focus for like three years, two, three years now, but the focus is <laughs> the Debt Detox and you know, really helping people to thrive. So thank you for keeping me accountable as I know you will. And thank you all who will uh, keep us both accountable to our wins because our wins are yours. Our wins are your wins if you engage us. So any last thoughts or anything before we close out? We're going to share your information. Um, you should, guys, you should see it rolling across the screen now. We're going to share John's information. Please record that if you like to get in touch with him. Make sure to follow us on Coffee and Collaborations on all platforms so that you can also, if you miss it across the bottom, you can just click the link and get in touch with him. But anything you want to say to wrap up, John? Just believe in yourself, trust in yourself. Um, what's, what I'm seeing is so many people are getting caught up in the narratives, other people's agendas. Um, go inside, go into interview, trust your intuition, trust what you know, listen to your intuition, trust what your gut is telling you, not your emotions, but your gut, feelings, what's your, what is that really about? And, and understand how to, how to use that, right? And then trust and believe in yourself. Um, don't rely on others. Focus on you and what's best for you and yours. Wow. 
Wow. Good advice. You know, when it comes to business, we can absolutely lose our focus and get off track. I am guilty of that, but there's a vision inside of you. And that's exactly what he's speaking to. Stay uh, focused on that vision and move forward because it's going to help your family. It's going to help the community at large around you. And um, so I don't have to say anything more. We can close out. You guys have a great, <laughs> you have a great rest of your Monday. We will see you back here next week with an exciting new entrepreneur that is gonna share with us some business tips, some wisdom and information as we continue to celebrate Financial Literacy Month. Be excited about what's ahead. We're in the second quarter now. We're officially in the second quarter. And so we still have so much time in 2021 to do things well. So let's do it. Today is the first day for you to start to make a choice to do things better so that you can win and your life can be transformed. Have a great rest of your day. Follow Coffee and Collaborations Media. We'll look forward to seeing you soon.